and welcome to episode 149. Season 6, episode 25. Of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. And hopefully you have heard there our brand new intro jingle. Ooh, look what? at us. I know, It's only yeah. taken five years. It's taken five years, but we've finally been able to move outside of my limited expertise with technology and realise that there is a bigger world out there. It's funny because when you first did it and we listened back, I'm sure we sat there and like listened to the first bit of the first ever ep just to make sure obviously it sounded all right. And then you were like, oh, don't worry about that intro. Like, we'll... we'll uh, We'll get some decent yeah. five years. <laughs> what a long five I know, years. I know. And if you did listen to the previous episode, you'll have heard some of our new jingles as well. So do let us know what you think of them, which ones you like, which ones are your favourites. We hope they are catchy enough so the ones that you just start humming randomly mm. in the shower. I think they're all... I think they're decent, me. I enjoy yeah, them. I um, and I think the podcast, obviously, you know, when, when it hit or struck a chord with people and you know especially through lockdown and people were listening the jingles were a big part and I'm glad that we've got some jingles back because I kind of felt like I don't know I just kind of felt like someone was missing like we just we were kind of going from um, what they called what they called sections not sections oh like uh, yeah features 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 like going from feature to feature but it was just with chat and I had like that little that little, little respite. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we apologise as well if you can hear a bit of muffling in the background. It is quite sunny in Manchester, which is a rarity. That big yellow ball has appeared in the sky. We only see it once a year. Um, and so where we record in my little garden studio, there is no ventilation. So it, if, the, if it's sunny, it doesn't even have to be warm outside, just sunshine. It turns it into a sauna. Like a greenhouse. So we've got the fan going. It's only on low. Hopefully it won't be too much of an interruption. But yeah, if you do hear a little bit of a sss in the background, that's not Adam relieving himself again. Again? Yeah. I don't yeah. do that. Yeah, you do. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. You're in, do you know what? I said it before. When I, As soon as I arrived, you've got a fresh haircut ready for your holly bobs. Yeah. And you're in that mood. You're in that arrogant a-hole mood. I'm not, what, what are you talking about? Just giving me, just giving me non-stop needle. By the way, when, talking about when that, have I given you, you know, needle? you know the term needle, don't you? Yeah. So I don't. I'd love to know this. I kind of want to the put, origin. I kind of want to put a poll up. Yeah, like there's been numerous staff members I've worked with over the past couple of years where I've said something like, "Oh, you can feel a bit of needle there." Like you know, even if two kids are not getting along, you might say. Uh, oh, I'll tell you what, you can, you know, a bit of needle there. And then just recently, another member of staff, one of my good mates, Millie, was like, what does that mean? And I was like, needle. Like, it's like a little bit of bad blood, a little bit of tension. And they were like, I've never heard that in my life. But it, she's not the first. And I just feel like, I can't believe that people don't know that. So the term needle as a verb in the context is used to describe the act of irritating, provoking or annoying someone often in a subtle or petty way. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. The usage of the word Describing you perfectly there, brother. Is metaphor... You're just making up. I'm not even said anything. Uh, is metaphorical, drawing from the physical sensation of being pricked by a needle, which is a small, sharp, and irritating Ooh, experience. Prick as well. Just throwing that in there. <laughs> uh, the origin is not entirely clear, but it seems to have merged in the early 20th century. Cites its first use in 1922 to goad or provoke... So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I always say like, oh, but then it's funny because we've more got more American than English. we've got a uh, we've got a supply at the minute. Good lad as well, and uh, he <laughs> he was listening to the conversation. He was going, he, I think he's a bit cockney, and he was just like, I don't think I've ever heard that. No, I don't think I've ever heard that. And I was just like, you're joking. I was like, mate, the fact that you just said that, Cockney John knows said, it. There's a, there's, <laughs> the fact that you've just said that has kind of started a tiny bit of needle. Anyway, he comes in the next day, yeah, and he does this thing because he's smaller than me. He like, you know, puffs himself up and goes like, all right, like joking, right. and then he goes, he goes, don't needle me, don't needle me, and I was going, no, not the right use. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I told Cotney John that I'm working with another Cotney. He was not happy. Uh, he was not happy. He was, <laughs> I was like, Cotney Steve, <laughs> you're going to love Cotney Steve. He's a legend. 
<laughs> he was it he kept winding John up saying he wasn't even from London he was from Watford oh JJ yeah, yeah one of the London shows he was just like Elton John Elton John and he was just like bro seriously like I'm from the from the ends mate from the ends and he was just like Watford <laughs> every time the convo went quiet he was just like Watford um, that, that was Needle oh that was that big was Needle so yeah. Needle uh, so other than that how's your week been yeah, it's been all right. Um, had a bit of a... Well, my weekend, I was actually relatively looking forward to it. Um, my wife and daughter were going to Birmingham, and I wasn't going, so you can imagine there why I go. was looking there, forward there to it. There it is. No, but then, you know, one of my mates got in touch and said, oh, do you fancy coming Anglesey for the day on the Saturday? Bring Max, we'll go on the beach, have a kick around. I was thinking, yeah, that sounds sweet. Kim had took the car, so I was like, yeah, that sounds class, mate. Um, anyway, that mate goes out on the Friday night and uh, goes Terry Turbo, which, you know, it, it doesn't get needle We've from me. Been there. But arguably, you know, if you have plans to go out Friday night, don't set up an Anglesey date. Yeah, You're but he doesn't it. have kids, does he? No. And so it's a completely different mentality. So then it's funny, I got a, I got a text message at half five Saturday morning. You can imagine, <laughs> can't you? Half five Saturday morning. Uh, I've gone full turbo, mate. Sorry for letting you down. <laughs> then I got another message at half seven. I was thinking, there's no way he's had two hours kip. He's still going. Yeah. And uh, he said something like, you know, I'm sorry I let you down. You know, I'm not going to be able to make it today. So obviously the weather was banging. I was right up for a couple of Taylor Swifties. Yeah. A couple of pints in the sun. But I had my boy and um, obviously he's not of age yet. It's quite a while off, actually, for 14 years. So, yeah, I just had a chilled one. Not Didn't do much. Um, and then, what was Sunday? Yeah, I just did, like, little odd jobs. I was, actually, I was actually earning quite a few husband points, believe it or not. How? By just not being there? Uh, well, that. Not not being in the room, uh, <laughs> moaning about <laughs> Birmingham. No, I'm joking. Love Birmingham. Thanks. Buy tickets. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I... No, just, just, you know, doing jobs that sometimes... I. You know this. You you surely know this. You know, like it'll be like, oh, can when, what I hate, right? Is this the term? I mean, I don't know if you agree with me. When like your wife partner says something like, "When you get a minute," you know, when you sat there doing nothing, and they go, "When you get a minute," that's needle. Yeah. And I'm like, just ask me to do it now. And the other thing is, I am a man. See, I don't have when you get a minute. It's now. I have. I am a now man, and I will be absolutely hand on heart honest that there was there's some stuff that I don't do even though it's blatantly obvious it should be done there's some stuff I'm really good at as in like in the house I don't like clutter but I was like but it's like what I don't get is I'll I'll have I'll be I'll be vilified for not like straightening the bath mat right but I didn't realise the bath mat wasn't straight now what I don't understand is instead of giving me needle just simply say can you go and straighten the bath mat? There'll be no issue. I will go up, straighten the bath mat, and that's all she wrote. But it's like they don't they don't want to tell you. They the they want you to sit and I'm going, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's yeah, the issue? We, we've not got any initiative when it comes to I just I'm blind to it. You know the advert? He's gone nose blind. What's the advert <sighs> for? I don't know. It's like for Febreze or something, isn't it? It's something like that. He's it gone nose, but I've gone blind to anything that needs doing in the house. I know having the extension is an absolute nightmare, don't get me wrong, but it's sort of getting me off a lot of crappy little house jobs. Well, yeah, because yours... everywhere's a mess. Yeah, yours is Dusty Dinkleman at the minute, but yeah, yeah. it's one of those things, though, I just don't... I don't I don't see the issue. It's like, what, what things I'm good at, right? I'm great at taking the bins out. <laughs> Right, I swear to God, this I don't think only this, only the big dog I don't would claim that <laughs> as something you're good at. You called it me, <laughs> they didn't. You called it I, me. I called. I, I said it ironically, Adam, which is I, I, I can't believe you just tried to say there's certain things I'm really good at. Right, one of them taking the bins out. I'm telling you right now, I don't. <laughs> think, who's bad at taking I don't the bins think, out? I don't think there's many better. Do you know? And I'll tell you why. Do you know who's right? really good at taking the bins out in our house? The kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's where. That's the level. Go on, right? I'm, no, I'm so interrupting the your. The, 
long list of things you're good at. Go on. So taking the bins out. Let's start from number one. <laughs> taking the bins out. And I'll tell you what else as well. This has been a real big change for me. Obviously, recently moved house, couple of months now. My bin day was a Friday. Right. right? But it changed to a Thursday. Well, my word, did that mess me up. <laughs> I was having sleepless nights. Wednesday night going, oh my God. I thought I had 24 more hours. Um, no, I'm good at that. Oh, God. And I'm good at um, I'm good at washing up, as in like, I don't like plate. I'll tell you what annoys me, right? This is where... You're dishwasher I, now, aren't you? I'm celebrating, I don't know if you, if you know this, but I'm celebrating my eight-year wedding anniversary tomorrow. All right, yeah. congratulations. Thanks for remembering, best man. Uh, well, I remember man. Um, you can't say that. It's not even your wedding anniversary. <laughs> so it's my wedding anniversary tomorrow. I would have definitely sent and you I'd a text. And I'd say when mum did. When, yeah, <laughs> thumb up. Happy eight years, thumb emoji. Um, like, what I don't get is, say, like, the kids love tomato sauce, right? Right. So they always have big dollop whenever they have the tea. When they finish the tea... I don't like leaving that on the side because it goes hard and minging and then sometimes it spreads and it goes hard and it's tough. The dish mic struggles. I prefer, as soon as you finished, boom, rinse it under the tap, get it gone, and then obviously the dishwasher has easy work to do. Now, yeah. I know what you're going to say. How can you be good at dishes if you've got a dishwasher? <laughs> well, I, I like washing the dishes manually. I'm not massive on dishwashers. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Do you know? don't know how to work it. Well, I've only recently, <laughs> I've only recently learned how to use it. But it's more when you've finished it and you open it and then it kind of hits you with that <laughs> stars in the eyes mist. And then you pull out a plate and there's still some goop on there. It's like, what the hell am I paying for? <laughs> you know what that is? You've not stacked it properly. No, I'm there's a good an stacker. Art to stacking. It there's goes stacking. bins stacking um, no so that's decent and then it's more like so just to recap <laughs> he's good at taking the bins out and he's good at rinsing plates right keep going ah! <laughs> I do you know what when I started this I thought people were going to be like yeah he's such a good guy um, well I'll, I'll tell you what my worst trait is my worst trait is uh, <laughs> oh here we go where did it start here's a list it's when I forget the bloody bins <laughs> no is um, he's like clothes in my bedroom like I will, I'll wear a wrestling t-shirt because they're just big and comfy and and then I'll take it off and then I'll just kind of chuck it on the side and then it, it's like that classic thing like, what's it going to do there? Like, is it just going to wash itself? Yeah. And then sooner or later, I've got a collection of five <laughs> piling up. So sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I might dip back into number one, unwashed, see if it's got any sauce on it and if it's sweet and smells all right. It might, I might so, give it another So basically, guess. your your worst trait is that you like to build up a lost property yeah. or collection. And smell it to see if, if uh. it was a hot day, no chance. That's So just to, just to move on from that, there was a video I put out before, right, and I just wanted to touch on this so I don't forget. I want to know, I was wondering how many teachers went into school today burnt to a crisp. Oh, I was. A matter yeah. of... A matter of weeks even days after doing some sun safety with their kids because <laughs> i was i'm not joking i was in this assembly and it was and we had two two pretty much identical assemblies on sun safety wear sunglasses sun cream go in the shade as much as possible keep hydrated all the shebang and then the teacher that was doing it came in today frazzled right and i'm just like practice what you preach girl um which made me laugh because it's just it's so true in it like there's yeah, certain yeah. things you say oh teachers are the biggest hypocrites we talked about that in show one yeah which brings us on to show two get your tickets to mrpspodcast.com live show get your tickets now just before we move on right here's my little rant not rant but going back to the whole you have know, we got a rant jingle when, i don't know I'm not I'm not necessarily gonna rant here, but just going back to when do you know what really really annoys me is when you've just sat down and then you hear that shout. Ah oh, Lee It's kind of like you've let out I don't know if endorphins are the right word, but something scientific, you've let everything out and you've sat down and you're now sat. Why is it never why is it your partner never goes like Lee and you're like, yeah. 
and they go, hope you're having a nice relax. Yeah. Enjoy the show. Enjoy. <laughs> you you take a minute. It's always late. And you know it's followed by something that's just going to ruin your night. Folding the washing. Do it. Doing something. You've not done this. You've not done that. It's always that tone. That tone. <laughs> and, it, and it's never a different tone. There's no different. There's no like range of tones. It's not like there's a Lee or Lee. Yeah, <laughs> it's always hey, Lee, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's never Lee. Come upstairs. <laughs> it's never that. It's always. How funny would it be though if it was like Lee? Come upstairs, baby. You get upstairs. Fold the washing machine, yeah. pal. That's. I mean, she's missing a trick there. I'm telling you, another one though is. What's right? This is therapy. What's right? What I don't like is I'm. I'm often reclined. I think everyone who listens to the podcast knows that I need to elevate my ankles for 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 <laughs> for health reasons. <laughs> And um, what I don't like is I'll tell you what else. Well, I've got a new recliner and it's buttoned and it's it's mechanical. Is that oh, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is well annoying because normally I can't go, work a dishwasher. But my God, can he recline? Normally I go, uh, you know, old school recline. I'd, I'd hear Adam and I go, close the recliner and stand up. Now it goes Adam and he goes. So, so she you're knows. essentially saying you've got a mobility chair like now. No, it is. It is like that. I think they sponsor Tipping Point. Um, but it's, oh, here's God. the other one I don't like, right? So I, Kim will know that I'm sat. She'll know I'm reclined. I've got the footy on or whatever. And well, the, kids, married eight years. the kids will be doing something. And I'll hear this. Adam, are you there? <laughs> what the summer? You know what I mean? Like, like she's a, a flipping seance, what they call him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like getting a, the word. Jonathan Edwards. <laughs> yeah, like... Um, I'm, I can hear some barking. And it's, it's quite a big bark. I think it might be the big dog. Are you there? <laughs> Adam, are you there? Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Maybe she might mean, like, are you there in, in, in person or spirit? I, I might just reply next time, like, yeah. <laughs> like register <laughs> morning good afternoon Miss Parkinson <laughs> uh, right anyway other than that nothing else to report no. is there really <laughs> hope our wives don't listen well, we, to this we go away on Friday hence the haircut so looking forward to that so we'll be taking a two week break um, we're heading over to Florida we did mention it on the previous episode but it's been it's a threat it's a threat because um, my kids are doing my absolute nothing. Right, we've had the rants about the wives. My kids, you can probably hear one of them. Go away. We're recording. Right, so you're making noise. See what I mean? Did you hear a reply to that? Was it great? Great. And I'll tell you what, he's grating on me. Oh, right, nice. Nice use of the homophone there. Do you know, you, we're about to go away and they just... Oh, I don't know if anyone else finds this with... Uh, so the 12... And obviously, they're just at that age where they bicker with each other. And they're not as cute anymore. They're not I'm as not cute saying, I'm not. I'm not saying that about the trips. I love the triplets with all my heart, you know that. But, you know, you have those really cute years. Then you have the gappy teeth years where it's like, oh. Then they get the teeth back and it's like, oh, they're getting older. Still yeah, cute. Yeah. But still now, they're, now they're getting to the, the point of... And because they're at secondary school and they're obviously mixing with other kids it's not as innocent just they're answering back just disrespect disrespect <laughs> but <laughs> they're probably learning from you Lee what can you fold the watching great <laughs> yeah to be fair <laughs> but do you know what Modeling. here's, here's another thing that really annoys Here we me go. <laughs> because we went for something to eat with mum and dad last night and can you say anything to mum and dad about your kids without them going oh standing oh, up for him no no not standing up for them but going oh well takes me back to what you were like so I was going they're always big oh well oh. and they make it out like we were the worst kids <laughs> in the world on Facebook oh <laughs> on Facebook oh mum put up just watched Air the Michael Jordan yeah, yeah, story about great, Michael great Jordan's film, one great film and when then did she like, watch it did you watch it she watched it the other night two three nights ago well, she couldn't have because when I said have you watched there she went no oh maybe she, she say yeah no because she she put up that what status on Facebook anyway. where she was like 
I completely agree with Michael Jordan's mother. Like, you, you've got to have faith in your children. Like, I know how brilliant they are. I'm just like, well, I thought we were bickering rat bags. <laughs> she was slagging me off some at Royal. Yeah. It, she was no, telling but, the story of that holiday. Oh, baby. <laughs> that holiday. That holiday. Have we ever told this story? I, I it's don't It's fresh on the mind so. because mother, my mother had story time with the trips, which basically gave them the excuse. This is the problem with grandparents. They're great in one respect, but then they undermine you oh, in a lot of ways. It's a, and they're classic. Daddy can have another ice lolly. This is what Isla does to me all the time. Daddy can have another ice lolly. She's literally just had one. No, you've already had one. Grandma, can I have another ice lolly? Because I really like them. And then she was like, go on then, don't tell your dad. Yeah, yeah. I'm reclined right next to you, mum. <laughs> what is it? If mum says no, dad says maybe, and grandma says yes. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't. So, so going back, so I was, what, 15? So yeah. I was at peak puberty, that age where I think I know better than everyone else. <laughs> I accept I was a bit of a moody teenager. To be fair, I you know, and I don't want to sound uh, mopey or or sentimental, but to be fair to you, you were a much better brother when we were younger than you are now. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you were, to be fair to you, you were, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you for why. There's a there's a memory, and I'm I'm gonna throw the year out 2002. So what? How old would you have been 2002? Uh, 15, 17. So 17. So yeah, I'd have been 13. You took me. You'd recently passed your driving test, and on a random Sunday afternoon when I'd done nothing all weekend, you took me to the cinema to watch Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, and bought me my first cinema nachos. And I was like, I always used to think that like, what a mint brother. Yeah. Now. Thumb emoji. <laughs> Nothing. Where's Attack of the Goddamn Clones? Uh, anyway, bloody hell. Um, <laughs> I was, I was on this, so, so it was. I was just at that age where I, I thought it was better than every, everyone goes through it. Anyway, we'd gone. So part of this complex that we were on, there was different pools, and we'd gone to this one pool, and we are all in our flip-flops, and I'd walked and stubbed my toe, <laughs> and I yeah. stubbed my toe. And Ryan our other brother literally put his face right to my face and went ha you know like Nelson out of Simpsons <laughs> like proper sarcastic yeah it with was. no sort of I've just stood my t- I honestly stood it that bad I thought I'd broken it the pain was unbearable karma was a bitch <laughs> and he just put his face and went ha ha so I gave him the sweetest dead arm he's ever had probably in his life caught him sweet as a nut and he just burst into tears, right? Now, this must have come at the point where, like, I'd pushed my mum and dad. Yeah, you were Pushed them to the brink. Um, and you, little grass, went running back home to mum. Hey, difficult in flip-flops as well. <laughs> well, that's what mum says. All she heard is flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flop. And she was like, and you were like, oh, mum, Ryan and Lee are fighting. And then Ryan comes back, like, holding his arm, playing a proper victim. And I left it a few minutes thinking, I'll let this, I'll let them call that anyway. Walk back you to the walk home. back in. Do you want a walk spoon with that the, bowl? Walk back to that apartment. No, and you <laughs> hopped on your bed, didn't you? I remember it. You well, hopped no, on no, your I bed. No, no, I got pushed on the bed, and um, dad, no, I got, I got, I got thrown on the bed, and dad just started giving me dead arms. Like, <laughs> how do you like it? How do you like it? And in all of it, the worst part was as he was like digging me, he hit the stub toe again, which absolutely was dad's aim. Oh, you want to do that? Is your toe? <laughs> and, abs- and, and I mean, it's a but good job. To be good, fair, job though, t- good job the internet went around because child life would have been getting but in dad, dad wasn't that guy. No, uh, he was really. never that guy. And, he, and I but, think he wanted to make a show of you as the eldest. He expected better. And you were good. Like with everything else, you the, were exam- good. the experiment. And then I got grounded and couldn't play in the football tournament. The football tournament, which I personally believe that we played against Lionel Messi. You couldn't have. He's we, Argentinian. He played for Barca. Yeah, but we were in Mallorca. He's my age. The guy said, that kid over there, he's Argentinian. He plays for Barcelona. He had a Barca shirt on. He had long hair. He was tiny. And I was thinking, I'm going to nail him. He absolutely <laughs> ripped me a Spanish new one. I swear. I'll well, tell the kids I refuse, about school. I refuse to believe I'll it because I kids. was stuck in my hotel room. <laughs> we had a video of it as well. What year would it have been? What year would it have been? 15, 2000. Give me a song. Give me a song in 2000 that I'd have been listening to. Uh, Miss Jackson, when was that? (laughs) Sorry, Miss Jackson. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, for real. I told the kids in school the other day when they were going, who's the best Messi or Ronaldo? I went, oh, difficult. <laughs> I've played against Messi though. <laughs> Oh, right, okay. So, um, yeah, we love our, we love grandparents, but my God, they just undermine it you all so the time. It is so true, though. Because they that- were like, oh, bickering worthy. Oh, let me tell you about... Bi-. You know, it's I've been like, getting mum, this. mum, mum. I've been no. getting this thing from Dad recently. So, obviously, our dad, absolute legend, uh, can't punch for shit, but he's a legend. <laughs> and he, um, he, you know, when we were growing up, I don't know if we've touched on this, he had two jobs, didn't he? We, we, you know... Yeah, yeah. And he he had he worked um, in the day nine to five, get us home, get us tea. Um, my mum would come back, and then once my mum would come back, my dad our dad would go back out, and he'd do taxi driving until like four in the morning. Yeah, get back up for his nine to five. How he did it, I will never know, and that's why you know hopefully he's instilled a good work ethic when not reclined in me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, without dad, there's one no of way, the three. Without dad, there's no way those bins are getting taken out as well as they are. And but he started those doing. He's don't st- rinse them. He started doing this to me now. I'll come back. Now it might be. Oh, he's the, not doing the, the old. No, the day after. The day if after. You say you're tired. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah tired. T- well, it's that, but it's like you know, I'll come back from school. It's been a tough day. Max has been up in the night. Like he was up. Max was up two a.m. today, right? And he was awake. Normally, he'll go from two till four awake. Then he'll go back to sleep, and then we have to wake him for nursery. He woke up at two, wanted to play with his Dougie figures, and was and went to nursery with no oh, other God. sleep. And it was tough. But I'll come back, and there's a thing where my dad was trying to explain something to me the other day, and I was completely <laughs> now it could have been ADD, but it, it was just pure tiredness, and I was literally not listening to a word he was saying. And he went, "Adam, do you hear that?" And I went. Oh god! I was like, "Sorry, Dad." And he went, "Oh bloody hell!" He went, "I think I managed with three kids and two jobs." And I was like, "It's not a tally chart, Dad." <laughs> anyway, now uh, we've moaned about our partners, our kids, and our parents. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with some features. <laughs> Right, okay, we are going to kick off with another one of your dilemmas. Yes. I'm liking this feature, I have to be honest. Help me, I have a dilemma. It's causing more pain than a vinegar enema. Help me, please, I need you to. Mr. Peace, some help from you, please. So this one, sort of a school-related one, but isn't. So, uh, dear to Mr. Peace, I hope you are both doing well. I'm an avid listener of your podcast and I need some advice on a delicate situation. I've been carpooling to work with a fellow teacher for a while now, but I've grown increasingly concerned about their driving skills. (laughs) To be honest, it feels like I'm risking my life every time I get in a car with them. How they ever pass their test, I do not know. The annoying thing is they're so oblivious to just how crap they are at driving, but weirdly as a teacher, are so attentive to every aspect of their job. I know teaching is a stressful job, but driving to and from work with her, putting my life in her hands, is by far the most stressful thing. I really want to find a way to stop carpooling with this colleague without offending or hurting their feelings. I don't want to damage our professional relationship or make things awkward at work. Could you please provide some advice on how to tactively navigate this situation and put an end to the carpool arrangement without causing any hard feelings? Thank you so much for your help. Sincerely, a concerned carpooler. Hmm. I've got a simple, simple solution to this. Stop carpooling. Just get a bike. Just yeah, get a bike. That easy. Then you become one of those lycra wankers. Well, potentially, yeah. But easiest way out that. I mean, you've got to then bike. There's also, <laughs> Which, to be fair, anyone driving knows cyclists can be a hazard. But easy way out because just like look, look, really appreciate it. But I'm gonna thinking exercise. again, getting getting active, mm-hmm. getting fit. You know, sunshining. You know, I think I could I could bike it. That's honest. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of questions. So, when you talk about carpooling, is that basically they drive one day, you drive the other, or is yeah, it like yeah? But you just, just sort of share the petrol. load, don't you? So you're being more green and more environmentally I just, friendly. I just simply say, listen, um, I don't feel comfortable. Your driving's terrible. <laughs> it's all about honesty. Like you need to be honest. I just yeah, be like, but people take offence, don't they? People don't realise it. 
Like some people are dread, absolutely dreadful drivers. This is where I cannot cannot wait until driverless cars are a thing. You know I do a lot of miles. I put a lot of miles on the clock. And the one thing that annoys me is just how rubbish some people are at driving. Yeah. Yeah, I know we've, we've talked about like drivers and, and the lack of thank you when you let them through. Yeah. That, that drives me bonkers. But I just think... It, 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 I mean, it is a tough one, but it makes me laugh that I keep thinking that if she carries on carpooling, is it going to just go, you know, one day she might wear an elbow pad and be like, ooh, she's got a bit of a bad elbow suddenly. <laughs> Two weeks down the line, she got a helmet. <laughs> yeah, like a neck, Yeah, neck pillows. Yeah, full prote- protection. It's, it, that is an awkward one. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to just make the, the cruel call and be like, oh, do you know what I'm thinking of doing? I'm thinking, you know, we, we need to support the public transport sector. So yeah, gonna, you could go down that route. You could go public transport oh, sector. Oh, I've won a bus pass in a raffle. Yeah. One of them. <laughs> what raffle? <laughs> I don't know. Don't have to explain yourself. <laughs> what did you win? Chocolates? Wine? <laughs> a bus ticket? <laughs> Nobody's I, re- I reckon if you look at, because it's that time in it where schools are organising some affairs, Tom Bowler's at some affairs, some of the get rubbish you can win, a bus pass would be up there as quite useful. It would be. Better Sometimes, than a shampoo bottle. Or an out-of-date Fanta that's got bits of orange in it. <laughs> yeah. Right, own up whoever donates that. Yeah, I mean, that's a good dilemma. I think... I mean, I think, to be honest, they've passed the test. You might just be a little bit... Maybe a little bit... One of those... What is it? Passengers. Backseat drivers or whatever you yeah. call them. I... That's another thing. I cannot stand <laughs> getting criticised when I'm driving now I I, you know I was a late driver I think I'm quite a good driver I know I've got concentration <laughs> issues but I, I make sure that I'm really on it all the time and there's like a few things of like you know you see some, you see something out of the corner of your eye and, and you're already you're, on it you're a nervy driver if I go back to those tour days on the one occasion you drove in that 50 date tour <laughs> Right. Look at you here. You were going mad because you were struggling to navigate and drive at the same time. You were giving Dad some grief, if I remember. No, correctly. but Dad, Dad is a shocking backseat driver. <laughs> you know that. Where he goes, oh, you should have gone left there. This is a mile ago. Like, well, he's now recalculated, added on fifty minutes. Well, you should have been looking then. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did you get managed to drive with two jobs, three kids? No, but it's true. Like, like I no, I think I'm a good driver, and I, and and I'll spot someone and I'll go, or I'll see someone pull out, and I'll and I'll know, and then you know Kim will be in shotgun going, I didn't walk out, and yeah, I'll go, that, you're yeah. you're going to make me crash. Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. Where it's like, <laughs> break. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. The, te- I, the Tesla breaks itself. Terry t- <laughs> Tesla. Tell you what else as well. Here's another one for you. When you're driving and you're like, you know, and s- someone may suddenly stop in front of you a bit quicker than you imagined. So you just, you know, press the brake, then it, then it kind of comes to a bit more of a sudden halt than you used to. The overreaction. Oh, yeah. Like a crash <laughs> test dummy. I'm like, what? It We're not very fast and furious. Yeah. Well, in diesel. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to drive for my family. Uh, right, so solution. <laughs> that dilemma turned into criticizing partners again. We are both happily married. <laughs> <laughs> for now, uh, solution: get a bike or public transport. Public transport or bike. Or if Thank- you're gonna go for the honesty. Just sit down and say, listen. <laughs> if you get them in the secret Santa, buy them a copy of the Highway Code. <laughs> that could be a solution. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? An A to Z? Sell A, a to Z? Z? Jesus. This is one thing I do not get. Like I know we were saying before about Dad, how he, he was using... Now, I... I rarely accept when an older generation says like you don't know you're born you don't know how easy you've got it and in fact there was a ridiculous article in the i think it was the telegraph um which really got my back up and and i made a, a, a post about it where someone said snowflake children have to learn that exams should be difficult students are so lacking in resilience they cry when they can't answer a question well you try really and read a back- text on bats <laughs> yeah it really got my back up so i made a little video about that actually because it really <laughs> uh, yeah and I, and I very rarely accept when 
um, older generations. But if there's one thing that I have so much respect for the older generation, it's being able to drive without a sat-nav. Getting from A to B, or should I we say A to Z? Yeah, I genuinely don't know. I mean, I started, at the first couple of drives I did, you had to, it was sat navs weren't integrated into your no, car. No, tom toms were big. Tom toms. You had to buy a separate sat nav, which as a student couldn't afford. So I remember when I had a girlfriend who went to Chester Uni, printing out a route plan. The route plan from the AA. Yeah, good. And then you'd have it in your passenger seat. Yeah. And you're trying to read. That. It was so dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So dangerous. Don't text and drive, but when you've got A4 <laughs> sheets in front of your eyes. And from because yeah, the the first one, the first time I drove from Manchester to Chester to see the girlfriend I had at Chester Uni, I'd not had any lessons on how to drive on the motorway. So I went. Were you in Manchester, front of the tank? I was in front of the tank, and I went from Manchester to Chester on roads. <laughs> On roads, so we're talking on about the road again. About twelve A4 pages of route planner from the AA. The worst bit if you mixed them up. Oh Jesus! Oh. On page three of twelve. Honestly, the older generation and 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 that route planner was like revolutionary for yeah. a while. Yeah. So how people were able to, you know, you think of like delivery drivers. There probably wasn't as many back then as there were there are now. No. But how they would be able to deliver, you know, takeaways. Takeaways. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one big shout out to dad. And we need to do some shout outs because I feel like we're both going to be disowned by our parents and divorced. They don't listen anyway. No, but dad was unbelievable. Like driver, knowledge of places. The taxi driving obviously helped, but he was... He was hot at, at, at Germany. Oh, he knew, his, he knew his... And then do you remember knew. when he used to do his late night shifts as a taxi driver? Yeah. I'm sure I may have mentioned this in the past. He always... Um, and then obviously in the holidays he'd do daytime shifts when it was really sunny he'd always burn one arm one arm yeah but then he also listened to the radio non-stop so he would know all the lyrics to all the tunes <laughs> do you remember when he rapped the whole of Coolio's Gangster's <laughs> Paradise? Paradise like literally out of nowhere I was like what why have you got that bandana around your head as I walk through the valley of yeah. the shadow of death and he's like I take a look at my life I realise there's nothing left I was going what <laughs> Uh, it was cool, wasn't he, for about a week. Because I had, I remember, because I had now. That's what I call music thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. And it was the big one on there. That was a banger. And yeah. I remember getting it on the CD player, playing it, and then Dad suddenly <laughs> broke out into Coolio's rapping. What a legend! Uh. I heard a story and it made me feel sick. This podcast isn't the place I was expecting it. Why is he doing that? Why'd he put his fingers so far up that cat? I don't think I've ever seen the human body doing that. Gross. Right, we've got some of your some more of your listener stories. So we're gonna start with a couple of uh, disgustings and we'll go from there. So everyone who works in primary education knows how woefully underfunded and under-resourced SEM provision is and how we as schools do our utmost for those children and their families with extreme additional needs. Little rant over. Couldn't agree more, by the way. Um, and as we discuss, it was in the news over the weekend about the pay dispute and how they've been recommended to give 6.5% and again, I made a video going, unless it's funded, ain't going to make any difference. Because it doesn't matter what, obviously it does matter. But if it, anything they suggest, if it's unfunded, it's just going to make things 10 times worse. And it will be the likes of send provision that gets, takes the hit even more than, yeah. Anyway, right. So we had a, year, a child in year two who was still in nappies and had very little speech. One day he was waddling down the corridor with his amazing TA when she asked if I could help change the child as it was a two-man job. No problem. On went the gloves, rolled up the sleeves, and he lay on the changing mat. Now anyone who has changed an excitable toddler knows how tricky it is with waving arms and legs everywhere. Try it with a seven-year-old. Adding to the mix, both myself and TA are of a certain age and we're both having a hot flush while also, also wearing face masks and glasses. Neither of us could see a thing. We got the job done with minimal gagging and off I went to my classroom. Once in there, I could smell poo. I mouthed to my TA, code brown. And like a well-oiled machine, we swept down the classroom in a pincer movement to sniff out the offending item slash child. 
Mattier kept shaking her head from side to side of the room whilst I earmarked around 15 potential culprits. (laughs) (laughs) I love how regimented this is. Like, this is... We met at the front to have a little chat where the smell was coming from. (laughs) Met at the front. (laughs) Let's do some recon. Yeah. Um, When suddenly she recoiled in horror be known to me whilst helping the previous ch- well helping change the previous child he had put his poo filled hand on my head when I was bent down putting his shoes on <laughs> <laughs> love that 15 potential culprits while she's an actual poo head <laughs> she's got a handprint on her head um, I can safely say that a bloody wet paper towel does not get poo out of your hair. It makes it worse. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It makes it worse. It would make it worse because you'd have poo and then you'd have that weird, wet, crumbly bits of green or blue paper towel. My long commute home was a very was very breezy as I had to drive with all four windows down. <laughs> Tell you what, though, let us know the uh, shampoo because there's a new advertising campaign. Yeah. Head and shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) It'll get poo out your hair. (laughs) Oh, God. That's good. Because that could have gone. This is, again, a reason why TA is worth the weight in gold. Had a TA not been there, she would have spent the whole afternoon going round. So that's the TA, though, that, that changed with her? No, no, no. That oh, was, a different TA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they both had steamed with, with, up glasses. The, the, yeah, <laughs> with the steamed up glasses. <laughs> um, is the TA to the child. Sorry, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she asked for a bit of help, gloves went on. Yeah, Can't yeah. Oh, man. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, God. Um, right, another, another disgusting. During a parent meeting, I turned around midway to find a child, albeit a younger si- sibling, but still, taking... <laughs> a poo on my classroom carpet <laughs> killing a turd yeah a full on strain was on the child's face <laughs> as he dropped a large one on my carpet a full on strain <laughs> <laughs> that don't impress me much <laughs> to, <laughs> to make it worse the parent noticed Looked and said nothing. Like that's poor. That You'd come poor. in like a doggy bag, wouldn't you? You'd be like, "Oh, let me scoop that up for you." Sorry about that. I suppose it depends. I'm, t- I'm yeah. During a parent meeting, obviously the parent was not impressed. <laughs> yeah, you carry on slagging my kid off. That's what's gonna happen. Because what was the film where someone does it? Well, Amber Heard did it in real life. <laughs> Signed off, Mrs. Hurt. No, I was not the same teacher for the rest of the parent consultations that evening. Oh, my God. <laughs> I won't be the same teacher for the rest it's of my the life. It's the weirdest thing is that the kid, straight on his face, would have looked the teacher in the eye whilst he was... <laughs> did he say, killing one out? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. The strain on his face. That's force. That's trying out. <laughs> what, was the, what was the parents' evening story we had, Reese? Oh, it was the guy who farted and was like... like oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> bad one and wafted it. I don't know. Would you reckon that's worse? Because yeah. parents' parents' reaction to that is... Ab- like, if that was me, as in I was the parent, you'd be so apologetic. You'd just be like, let me, let me clean it up. What do you need? You yeah. wouldn't just be like, come on. <laughs> the child scratching the carpet like my dog does when it poos. The child slow mo running, Shania's <laughs> strain. So glad we made it. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I feel 10 pounds lighter. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. I don't know how. This is the thing. These are the stuff. These are the sort of things teachers never dream of having to put up with when they go into the profession. Adverts don't show this, do they? <laughs> you know what? It's just like, oh, yeah, right there, lad. Come on, let's go and see what we can do about it. Instead, you, like, that would be more accurate, be a teacher. Some days are great, but then you might have to put up with something like this. <laughs> Come on, then, parent. Come on, then. Hop along. <laughs> Put your pants up, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Join <laughs> teaching today. Cheers, teaching. <laughs> Just the other day, working in my nursery, my colleague let me know she was leaving the room to clean up a child who had had a little accident in his trousers. It appeared he'd been playing around down there <coughs> as colleagues as the colleague was carefully trying to keep his hands from touching anything as they left the room. I smiled to myself, thankful I didn't have to deal with this today. A few minutes later, I was clearing up, emptying water trays, picking up jigsaws, and what I thought was a pine cone, only to realise I had picked up his poop that he'd kindly laid on a shelf. I mean, what? Has he carved it? I mean, if it looks like a pine cone, that would hurt on exit. <laughs> oh, let me just pick that random pine cone up. <laughs> oh, no, it's poop. Oh, God. Just sort of like, God, don't envy you. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh not again. <laughs> right, uh, let's now move on to some weird parent interactions. Kid, you've got weird. Right, here we go. So, embarrassing parents evening. I previously previously taught a child in year two, now year five, and so parents knew me pretty well. Mum asked about my granddad. However, he had died the week before and I burst into tears. The mortification on both sides. Eventually, I was able to pull myself together and carry on. Because sometimes you just got those moments, don't you, where... Like I've, sometimes it hits you without even realising, doesn't it? Yeah. Like grief. Yeah, 100%, yeah. It can be, yeah, it can be. can be out of nowhere. During parents' evening as an NQT, a dad put his hand over the top of mine. So... Oh, yeah, right, yeah, okay. so she's like there going, yeah, so uh, Susie's doing great, and then the dad's just gone... <laughs> Is she? <laughs> I didn't know where to look and pulled my hand away and rushed through the rest of it. If he did it now, he'd get a right telling off. <laughs> right? <laughs> so was she like, so Susie's doing great in maths. The hand goes on. And she's doing all that in English, joking, science, history, geography. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye then. Uh, so I whizzed straight through it. Oh, yeah, she's great, back. Like Ace Ventura. <laughs> she's making good progress in history, geography, still a bit of a source of turn point. She's doing all right. There we go. Um, I was 34 weeks pregnant and my waters broke during parents' evening, but because I didn't have any pain and it wasn't like you seen what you see in the movies, I wasn't convinced that was definitely what was happening. So I sat for a further hour and a half finished all my appointments and called my wid- midwife when I got home. What? Did she just think when she sat there, oh no, I think I might piss myself. Anyway, let's crack anyway, on. In PE, she's making bloody great progress. Yeah. Sorry about the mess there. We'll get a caution wet floor sign there. <laughs> just, just the child appearing during the... Oh, sorry about him there. Um, yeah. So uh, she had me rush in straight away. I had my baby less than a week later. I had to pass, pass a message on to our caretaker to deep clean my chair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which chair? If well, it's one of those fabric fabrics. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. my days. Oh, water's broke. Just carrying on the pen. I mean, that's commitment, isn't it? That is commitment at the highest degree. Are you sure you're okay to do this? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's contraction coming on. Uh, so Johnny's doing well. Uh, <laughs> But his handwriting really needs to improve. I bet the parent was like, how's parents evening? I think I think Miss was giving birth. I don't think you're gonna have to teach her much longer. I think you can have a new teacher by Monday. Was it that bad? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the weirdest interaction with a parent was when I had a gynecology appointment at my local hospital. My heart sank when I saw that the nurse was a mum of a child I taught a few years previously. Luckily, she kept away from the business end and left it to the doctor. We ended up having quite a nice chat with my legs in the air, and it actually took my mind off things. We did see the funny side, though. We, I'm sure we've had something similar to that, haven't we? We've had a few like that, We've had a few like that. God, I'd hate that. I'd absolutely 
hate that. If yeah. it was kind of like, oh, I need a groin exam. Okay, take your pants <laughs> off. Nurse is coming in now. And it's a parent. I'd just be like, you've got to be kidding. Freezing well, I, I, cold I, in room. The, in the second book, um, which, again, available, the paperback's coming out in... July. July. Uh, I talk about the most embarrassing experience I've ever had with a parent. Yeah, and I purposely has have not mentioned it on the pot. I don't think I mentioned it. No, you've not. But I saved it for the book, so yeah. And I'd say it's worse than that. I'd say it's worse. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. That's a crack of that. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> I was halfway through my parents' evening, which up until this point was going well. I just sat down with the next parent when I had to excuse myself from the appointment. I ran down the corridor, past all of the waiting parents to the staff toilets, where I immediately threw up several times. After composing myself and ensuring I looked presentable, I walked back to all, past all the parents waiting in the corridor to my classroom and resumed the appointment with the parent who had been sat patiently waiting for me to return and was hope, hopefully none the wiser. I finished parent, my parents' evening speaking with all the parents that had appointments before taking three days off work with a sickness bug. I was going to say, so you, you, you've got all of those families ill. Yeah. Um, and the best thing, you know, walked past all the parents, went into the toilet. You would have heard sitting outside that toilet. And then just coming back out like, hi, nice to see you. You okay? Yeah, yeah, you're all right. See you soon. Yeah, yeah. Sat down, the parent just looking like, why are your eyes so bloodshot? Why is there a carrot on your chin? What's that smell? Yeah. Oh, just a kid laid a turn before. I think her water's broke. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, right, have you got some tea to tie well, then? the first thing I wanted to do, because some of these are brilliant, and it'll only take me a minute. So we posted a clip a while back, and I've been banging him on TikTok. If you don't follow on TikTok, loads of pod stuff on there, at Podcast Parky on TikTok. And it was when we did the bit about uh, when you work with children, some of the crazy things that you say as a staff member. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Now, one of the most popular is pick your balls up, you know, end yeah. of football, whatever. Yeah. To a year one boy, please don't lick the urinals. Mm. <laughs> Try to put your balls on the shed. <laughs> I work in a nursery. My favourite sentence, ev- my favourite sentence ever was, "Ben, stop biting Aaron's balls." <laughs> Listen to this one. Take the worm out of your pocket and put it in the soil. No, don't hang it from the tree. In the soil, please. <laughs> oh, God. I said to a child in nursery, why are you giving them your poo? <laughs> it's a pine cone. <laughs> to a preschool child, if you keep playing with it, it's going to go hard. I was referring to blue tack. <laughs> I was thinking plasticine. <laughs> and then last one. She's not looking at you funny. That's just a face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then yeah, some teacher tired here. Now it's perfect. Is a jingle for this one. I think so. I think so. Hopefully, right. if not, ooh, Ted. <laughs> ooh, Ted. Things are gonna get easier. Half term. Oh yeah. Well, a bit of a mashup, right? You're tired. It makes sense. These kids send you round the bend. They're sent from up above to test your mental strength. So some teacher tired's here. Um, I was marking books and wrote check your smellings <laughs> uh, putting deep heat on as deodorant ouch oh no 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 oh. you wouldn't be able to wash that off for weeks oh. Do it, uh, right so we obviously played a lot of rugby yeah. as, as youths and deep heat got passed around a little bit oh if it got on it was when I remember coming back from like I twinged my hammy put the deep heat on went to the toilet so it was on my fingers and then you touched your oh it was the most painful it is that is the it, most as the cranberry says it lingers yeah it does linger deep heat oh that's a tough one I've twice fallen asleep while standing waiting for food 
Once for the microwave, the other in line in the cafeteria. <laughs> Both times I woke up to see children and colleagues watching and giggling. How, How do you do, do people- that? fall asleep no but just up. like just you know stood waiting to go and evolve and click your name and then you're just like <laughs> <laughs> i i how can this some people can do that though can't they can literally oh, fall, fall asleep, asleep at any point it's so annoying because it's like uh flying i can never fall asleep on a plane oh i can i can't i can't because it's too uncomfortable uh and then finally uh i used to teach in london the amount of times I tried to get through the underground barriers using my teacher fob. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that happening. And the amount of times I tried to get into school scanning my debit card. <laughs> Oyster card. And was completely dumbfounded as to why it wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. I can Brilliant. Imagine right, we're going to finish with a little confession here. And this is an absolute doozy. Well, you look like you got something to say Maybe you flashed your boss or kissed your TA Maybe a kid in class called you a name So you mark down their grade We won't promise not to laugh if you're a member of staff Cleanse your soul and tell us all of your confessions So this comes courtesy of Fess Hole on um, Twitter So... I can't believe this is true. You don't think it is? I don't know. I th- I, uh, but genius. Genius. We'll let you be the judge. Yeah. Years ago, I went for a teaching job against one other candidate. I really wanted the role. So when interviews were over, I had a friend ring the school, pretending to be the other candidate, and withdrew them from the process. Afterwards, I got a call to say I had the job. <sighs> I mean, it's a Mourinho-esque tactical masterclass. It is a masterclass, but I mean... But don't... I mean, she's starting off on the wrong note there. (laughs) I mean, but clearly didn't back herself or himself to get the job. Yeah. Well, I'm going... Well, I'm assuming... Rightly or wrong, I'm assuming female. But how do you know if your friend phones up, they're going to have the same tone? Yeah. Like the... the Like you've mistaken like a male member of staff that works at that school, and you've gone right. I'm up against someone here. Uh, I think his name's David. And then you, you, you yeah, you'd also have to find out the name of the candidate. Yeah, but you'd just be like, "Hello, it's David." <laughs> Hi, I'm the person who applied for the job. Oh yeah, which yeah. which one? Elena uh, or Avon? Um, yeah, not not Avon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, okay, Elaine, yeah. I am not going to want the job. Yes, yeah. Elaine, that is me. <laughs> that is my name. But, I mean, hats off if it works because, I mean, obviously that wouldn't work now because there are literally so many jobs that no one's applying for. But do you know what, though? But How years we- ago. Because the thing is, if, you're, if you've withdrawn from the job and you're that, say you're that Elaine, you'd be like, that is the rudest school. <laughs> but not even like yeah. getting in touch to you'd ring one, you'd could, be like could, just wondering for any feedback. Yeah. yeah. And then they'd be yeah. like, You withdrew. Oh. I mean it, it, it is juicy. <laughs> I like it. There's there's a second part to that, isn't there? Um but yeah, unless the person just never because sometimes you don't always phone for feedback, do you? Do you know what I think it happened? What or worse, what if the the the, the, the other candidate had already phoned? <laughs> <laughs> two phone calls <laughs> so yeah actually I I'm don't thinking really... that that candidate who didn't get the job because of the false phone call another job comes up in the next half term she goes for that gets it <laughs> then gets friendly with that teacher and then that teacher in drinks at the works do goes hey you'll never guess how I got my job I was up against this one person for you know the role of the year four teacher rang up pretended to be them and she was like that was you <laughs> oh the drama yeah, it would be good so um, if you've got a similar confession we'd love to hear it we are getting lots of stories and confessions through for the next live tour so we are going to be working through them and uh, obviously the best will be features featured in all of our live shows um, we're heading here there and everywhere starting in Glasgow on the 15th of October finishing in Northampton and we're here there and everywhere in between the two weeks over the half term in October 
October. So please do come and support us. We're playing really big venues. We'd love as many of you to join us as possible. Uh, we've done it in the half term so that hopefully you can make a day, night, weekend of it, whatever it might be. Um, so head to twomrpspodcast.com where you can share your dilemmas. Even if you're not coming to a show, share them because if they're really good, we'll either share them on the episode or put them in, in, in the show. And uh, yeah, we will be back in a couple of weeks where, prepare yourself, I suspect the first episode back will be a Disney rundown. No, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell you, it was, uh, it was the last Florida holiday where we, we came up with the idea for the podcast. It's true. So I might, I might come up with a new idea for a new podcast there. See, I knew. I knew you were in that I'm mood. Go, I'm going with Claire's brother, who's called Lee. So we could be called uh, Two Lees, two in, Lees the in the Podcast. Nah, try. Both, yeah. You need the other Mr. P. You need the renegade. The big dog. Oh, God. Ooh, ooh, ooh. God. I just want to take right. this opportunity to say uh, happy eight-year wedding anniversary oh, to my God, wife. I love you. Uh, I didn't mean anything that I said. And it, But no joke, if you scream and tell me to stop <laughs> while we drive again, you can please exit Thank the vehicle. Thank God you said drive. Um, <laughs> the... Yeah, we've got to go now because Adam's got to do his jobs. <laughs> He's got to put those bins out. Hey, what day is it? <laughs> it's Monday. Oh, God, plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> we got to rinse those plates. Ooh, right. Yeah. Take care. See you, see you on the you. other side. Have a good half term. And don't forget, don't waste your time with your NDA written reports. Just get them done with Teach, mate. AI. <laughs>